Hello, everyone. Al Madrigal from the All Things Comedy Network. Uh, quick message about fundraising. Thank you so much for listening to an All Things Comedy podcast that you are supporting here. We have a sticker uh, that you can buy for 5 bucks. It says, I support All Things Comedy. If you can go to TubeStart.com, we have a brief campaign going to support our new studio. No one's making money off of this. We're hoping to just have this studio support the comics and make sure they can record in a great place at no charge. And thanks to you. All right. Appreciate it. Allthingscomedy.com, tubestart.com. Thank you very much. Nice to meet you where you've been. I could show you incredible things. Magic, madness, heaven. Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie, and I'm so cute because I'm a tiny cat. Yeah, we're... Uh... <laughs> Hold on. What was the term? I already forgot. Uh, kawaii. Yeah, kawaii. Kawaii. Uh, we're kawaii. Well, I don't know that we are, but we went and saw some. Yeah, we saw a lot. Yeah. We went to the Hello Kitty convention. No, what was it called? Hello Kitty Con. Oh, Hello Kitty Con. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, and holy shit, was it fascinating. We were basically amazed. Yeah. Let's be honest. We were amazed by it. It exceeded our expectations. It surprised us in a bunch of ways. Yep. Yep. It was fucking bizarre. I'm definitely going again. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, I was. I learned. I it was not what I expected. It was literally. I thought. I really had in my head. I knew what it was going to be, and I was not right. <laughs> yeah, there was some cool stuff, some weird stuff. Neither of us are like Hello Kitty fans by any means. No. But it is what we were interested in was. Hey, this is like a weird subculture that has been around for like 25 years. Third, is it? Wasn't it the 30th anniversary? That was the whole point. Well, I think when it like started becoming really popular, it was probably like 20. Okay, yeah, you're 90s, right. You're right. And then you're a right. big resurgence in the late 90s. But it's this thing that like has gotten more and more popular, and has no signs of slowing down. It's an empire. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And there's like there's an art element involved, which you found really interesting. Um, there's just people where you look at him and you go like, wow, like this is your life. This is their shit. Yeah. There was a vintage section. There was a um, limited edition section. Yeah. The, the gift shop upstairs had the longest line for anything. I mean, there was a lot of really cool stuff there. We won't, won't get into it too much. Obviously, you'll have to listen yeah. to the episode. There was a tattoo shop. Bang. And we're not going to tell you what they did now. But listen, and you'll find out. Um, what else should we mention? Uh, last week's episode uh, with Steve Simone. Right. We hope you bought his album. If you haven't, do it. Yeah. There's no excuse, guys. Yeah. If you didn't get the album, do it. It charted very well. I think it's still doing very well. Great. Um, buy his album. It's called Remember This, the very funny Steve Simone. Um, if you this comes up Tuesday. If you saw me on last call with Carson Daly last night, thanks. If not. It'll be online. I don't expect everyone to have stayed up till 1, 1.30, whenever it's... Hulu it. Yeah, Hulu, YouTube, their website, uh, NBC Last Call or whatever. It'll be on there. Um, so watch that shit. Uh, what else? That's it. I think that's it. I'm not out of town for a little no, bit. me either. I'll be at the store probably this weekend. Yeah, I'll be at the comedy store. But... Oh, you know what? Actually, um, November 12th this week, I'm headlining Comedy Juice San Diego at the Madhouse Comedy Club. Cool. That is an 8 p.m. show. Uh, make it out to that if you can. I'm also playing this other show down there after that called like at a place called The Wood. 
which I don't know much about it, but I keep hearing it's like this amazing show in San Diego. Okay. Um, I'll post uh, something on Twitter about it when I find out more details. I just found out today, but... But yeah, come to Madhouse. That's a good club. Comedy Juice is always a good show. That's 8 p.m. Um, and I'll be headlining that. I don't know how long the set is, but um, it'll be a fun show. That's a I good think you do like 25. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Um, but yeah, outside of that, we'll keep it short and sweet. This is the Hello Kitty Con episode. Yeah. You will enjoy it. We <laughs> did, and it was it was just fascinating. Yeah. Um, all right, that about does it. Oh, yeah, and support. There was an announcement right before this intro at the very beginning by Al Madrigal to support the All Things Comedy Studios. Basically, go go buy some of the products or contribute. What it'll do is it'll, it, they're making the studio super sweet. So basically what you're going to get is podcasts that sound better. You, If you've listened to all our episodes, you know we've had some duds where there were some weird-ass noises. Yeah. And if we have access to a dope studio, you're going to get a higher-quality-sounding product. Yeah. So that's really what you're contributing to is you know, bet just stuff that's easier to listen to. No pops and clips, clicks or weird buzzings that won't yeah, go away. That was in a long time. No, we've had, we're, we're lucky. But, you know, good-sounding stuff. Yeah. Is what you're contributing and I to. I think at some point they want to integrate like video and that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, so, if hopefully you guys listen to a lot of podcasts on this network, but you know, go buy like a, a coffee mug, go like five bucks or you know something like that. Sure, all things comedy become the Hello Kitty of podcast oh, networks. networks. Yeah, um, support that pod life. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, do that. Go contribute something, uh, donate or buy buy something, coffee mug, a t-shirt, whatever. Uh, and help support the cause. This is like the greatest podcast network. Uh, it's all for the comics. There's Clearly. No censorship. There's no, you know. For comics, buy comics. Yeah. There's no taking money. There's no paying for studio time. There's none of that. It's all like a fucking super cool collective with a bunch of good podcasts. And I, pe- I meet so many fucking people on the road that are always like, dude, you're my- either our podcast or so- another one, you know, that they like, Rogan's or Ari's or whatever. They're like, these things get me through my work day. Yeah. Like, you forget that, like, the way people listen to these things. It's like in a car on a long commute to work. Yeah. In an office where they're like, I got I got to get through this day. Yeah. And it, I met a guy in Nashville that was like, I do, like, uh, uh, electrical work or whatever. And he's like, he heard me on Rogan's. And he was like, dude, that, you know, that was great. I love his. I love the X. And a few other ones. And he's like, these get me through the day, man. I pop on my headphones and I go from house to house doing work, and like they make me like laugh through through the fucking day. Yeah. So like, support the network, and you know, you'll get better podcasts, you'll get video, and we can just keep doing you know what we're doing because we fucking love this shit. Bang. Done. Enjoy this episode. We love you. And I'll write your name, boys. Only one. It was a shiny plastic swap meet. A huge, a a high-end, like shiny plastic swap meet slash cosplay costume ball. Yeah. Of all cute. That's the one thing. There was the whole. It's called kawaii. Yeah. What is that? Does that mean cute? Yeah, it, the rough translation, yeah, is like is is a cute movement or a cute yeah. trend or something. It's solely cute. Yeah, that's it. They love being cute over there. 
I don't even know, but apparently like here Pokemon too. Pokemon, Pokemon, like, yeah. Oh no, I'm. T- but even like there, you've seen that we've mentioned it on here before. Like the books of Japanese fashion trends, where it's like yeah. the, there's a Lolita trend. Yeah, like that's literally a thing. People go like, ah, that's what I do. I wear like you know cute young girl yeah outfits, pink fucking dresses, and I'm, I walk around with an umbrella. I mean, dude, that was one of the weirdest. Weirder yeah. things I've seen, yeah. And I and I pride <laughs> I kind of pride myself on knowing about subcultures and being into stuff and knowing what people like. That was way way bigger. Okay, well, let's get into that. What subcultures do you know about and like? I mean, I was okay, the same thing. Goths, uh, Norwegian death metal, like uh, Japanese Elvises, the Japanese biker guys, like right. the Japanese surf culture guys, the Japanese skate culture guys. Like it's all hyper specific. The Hiroshuku girls, like. That stuff, yeah. like, and I guess in, in America there's less of that, but like, uh, no, not really, because plushies was, and and I was thinking of that Renaissance fair people, too, but I wasn't even thinking Japanese. I was thinking like, because this is like an American subculture mm-hmm. thing now. You know, it started in Japan, yeah. but like most of the people there were you know white, Hispanic, non-Asian, you know, yeah. non-Asian descent who were just obsessed. But I was thinking like, all right. Remove myself from from this because I don't know a lot about Hello Kitty. Only from like the female friends that I know that are into it, and what I can remember from like you know elementary, middle, and high school girls right. with their fucking bullshit. You know, um, so I'm like, remove myself from this because I'm walking around going, "This is weird. This is weird. This is so weird." But then I'm like, <laughs> "What if you know a Hello Kitty fan or or, or whatever you want to call them went to the inspiration thing that we right. went to, where it was it's all like." denim and and leather and vintage goods and all that stuff and people people were walking around like we we didn't really think of it as a too weird of a thing but people were walking around at inspiration dressed like fucking marlon brando yeah no inspiration is basically steve mcqueen hello kitty con exactly yeah yeah so there's only like to be fair there's like three fashion icons of that denim movement it's brando McQueen, James Dean, James Dean. Yeah. I don't, but the, you know, I rarely see a lot of James Dean on any of those tumblers. It's really just Brando and McQueen. I see the right. most stuff of. I mean, they lasted longer. Yeah, for real. James Dean was like, boom, there and gone. Yeah, you know? but like, so really, it's it is as specific. Yeah, it's as weird if you're not into it. You totally, know, we're into it. So totally. we're walking around going, look at that jacket, look at yeah. those pants. But if someone that, like, say. For example, most people's girlfriends that were brought there, they're yeah. walking around like, this is creepy. Yeah. Why are you so into this? Yeah. You don't even own a motorcycle I mean, or a classic car. <laughs> as I first walked in, I saw one of the weirder people I saw there, which was a genuinely older woman. This woman was in her 50s, and she was cuted out head to toe, blue wig. I think yeah. she had an eye patch. She looked like an elf person. It was... You know, the, like, princess dress with, like, yeah. a bow and everything, the whole thing. <coughs> and I think I was really weirded out by it for about the first 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, these people are super fired up about this. Yeah. What makes those people look even weirder, I noticed, is that not just that it's a 40 or 50-year-old person wearing a blue wig. It's the level of excitement in yeah. their eyes and face because you don't see 40 or 50-year-olds with that level of, a, yeah, yeah, I'm pumped. Let's get yeah. in there and do this about a lot of shit. They Did, don't. I mean, there are Disney nerds that are similar. Yeah, same kind of weird. Yeah. When they're like way too fucking Way into too it. into like adults that get their pictures taken with the, with the characters at the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that kind of thing. This was similar to that, but it it did it started to win me over pretty quick. Oh yeah, me too. Because I was like, all right, these people clearly aren't dumb. They're not dumb people at all. You could just yeah. kind of they just didn't seem like stupid people. It was like a good mixture. Like some were you know like younger people. So you're like, all right, there's a, there's like some kids and teenagers and shit. You're like, fine. And then there's some people in their 20s who look like, like, all right, you're just caught up in this moment for probably a year or two. And you're like, right. this is exciting and fun. And then there were people like in their 30s, and some of them were just like, yeah, you're just like a fan of this thing. It's Maybe some of it's nostalgia for you. And then there were some where you're like, this is kind of sad. Like, uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Who like your entire life yeah. is this. Yeah, like your way to, like you can kind of picture their desk at work. Yeah, covered in it. And it's why they don't get promoted. Like if you went to her place, her bedroom would look like mm-hmm. a Barbie dream house. You know, where it yeah. would just be pink and way too much princess stuff. And you're like, oh, Arrested Development. Yeah, but nice I, to meet you. I found myself noticing the behavior of the people. Everyone was respectful. Yeah. Everyone was like, no one, it wasn't like a free-for-all mess. Everyone, because... Everyone was just waiting in line to get their picture taken in front of a thing. Yeah, the fact that there were organized lines to take a picture in front of a mural on a wall was, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. Everyone was pretty just, like, nice. And I wonder if that has to do with the fact that it was mostly girls. It was was mostly women. So there wasn't a lot of, like, dude energy. It wasn't a lot of, like, move it, bro. Yeah, like, hey, bro, I was here first. It was, like, it's, it's a lot of... Girls, it's a. I mean, it seems like it's a primarily a girl thing. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, easily. But at the same time, I thought I was going to see way more creepy white dudes there to try to creep on Asian girls. Yeah, we saw one kind of right when we got yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, he was like talking to this girl who was like kind of DJ. Yeah, area definitely creep creep zone. Yeah, he was clearly like looked like he was there alone. Yeah, he was wearing like the like. He wasn't dressed for the occasion. He no. was wearing like those like muted old man ish yeah. kind of colors where you're like you could be a serial killer. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, there's something completely non sexual about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd think like people make the jokes like, yeah, you can see a bunch of hot fucking Japanese girls wearing skirts and you're like, it's more of like a like a kind of like a costume ball it's too chi- like it's too childlike it's too to innocent be yeah it's too innocent and childlike to be sexual so if you find it sexual that's fucking gross yeah you're probably a pedophile legitimately like, it was hard the whole way through yeah you're, you're like, legitimately yikes. into the wrong kind of shit yeah, yeah yeah if you're going there and you're like oh dude that girl looks so hot dressed as a cupcake princess right it's like whoa dude not cool yeah like knock like it like really gross. Yeah. There were a couple of like attractive girls where you're like, "Oh, she's pretty," but like not because I saw an adult film actress I recognized uh-huh. dressed up. And but to be fair, she was like dressed up and she's super hot, but like it wasn't like, "Oh man, you really fucking." It wasn't like the kind of crazy outfit where random dudes were trying to take pictures with her. Yeah, she it was wasn't just like Halloween dressed up, where it's like I'm gonna be a slutty version of X. Yeah, no, it was just the Hello Kitty yeah. princess look, <laughs> right, right. Which is seems to be a colored wig, uh, like kind of princess dress. I don't really know. Not like a long one, a short princess dress, which I don't know what that's called. I bet you it has a name. Colored tights. Uh, the bow situation, yeah, and like uh, you know, cool shoes, I guess. 
But then the other look to me, which was I saw so much of, was dark-haired girls, bangs, bows in the hair, <coughs> glasses, like thick horn rim glasses, either white or black Ray-Bans. Like, mostly Ray-Ban-sized glasses. Because right. I think Hello Kitty did an addition. <laughs> so, I mean, I, we, I feel like we saw that every 20 feet. There must have been a thousand girls with that exact look. It's almost like the Minnie Mouse, but... Hello Kitty. Yeah, it's like the Japanese Minnie Mouse, pretty much. I mean, to me, that's kind of what Hello Kitty is to me. It's like female, it's Japanese Minnie Mouse. Right. So according to the Wikipedia page, it it came to America in 76. Yeah, long after so it's, Disney. It's been, yeah, at least 20, 21 years mm-hmm. after at least Disneyland. But like 50 years after Mickey Mouse and I think Mickey Mouse, all that. the first appearance was like early Late fifties, early fifties, Steamboat Willie. That was like in the was it forties? That was like is it the that 30s far back or forties? Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, been okay. around a while. But okay. that's before he was like cool. He was just like I'm an idiot driving a fucking boat. Right. Yeah. Um, before <laughs> 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 he came into his own. Yeah. Got punk. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what, what, another thing we were asking ourselves was like this lady that inv- it was like a lady that invented yeah. Hello Kitty got nothing yeah she was just a designer that worked. or she worked for sanrio yeah it's like stan lee working for marvel yeah the guy who designed the nike swoosh <laughs> like you work for a company now to be fair she at least got to be famous right she's incredibly famous so and and she's really looked at as like an icon so now i imagine she is exceptionally rich because she's the lady who i think she was probably it seemed like she was smart to like leave the company Oh Instead really? Of just stay there and just be like, I'm just another person. Because mm-hmm. I think she says that she left and then became a freelance designer. Oh, okay. So it's like she, if you do that, you probably could get more work being like, oh, I left Sanrio. I invented Hello Kitty, by the way. Yeah. And now I'm <laughs> wait, wait, oh, what? Really? Stop, stop, stop. Uh, back uh, up, back up. <laughs> you did what now? You invented one of the most popular characters in the history of the universe? Oh, no <laughs> shit. Yeah. But yeah, because it said like now it's designed by some other person. But it's only, it seems like it's only like two people that have done it. Yeah, For, it's kind of. I guess they leave it to. It, it has its own like department. I mean, they said something. Like, the, the, the Wikipedia page said it had like ten thousand products, which is nuts. Branded products. I mean, they had fucking spam. Yeah. Hello Kitty spam. Hello Kitty spam. I mean, if I I would have bought it if I had. I didn't have any cash, and I felt. Taking out a credit card to buy a spam shaped like a cat seemed weird to me. Or Why? just like, I don't know. Either way, it's the same If money. I'd have had a cash, I would have been like, all right, hand it over. Like, no, it would have just no been a paper trail. <laughs> yeah, quicker <laughs> transaction. <laughs> I don't want Sanrio spam popping up on the I would have bought it with a credit card if it, just if it were not 20 bucks. Yeah. If it were like five. Ten, I would have gone ten. Ten. I would ten as my ceiling. Because spam is the cheapest of meats. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's gross. That was really the only super weird product. Everything else is sort of what you'd expect. Yeah, it's just take a take a thing that a like a a female teenager would use and slap a fucking cat on it. Yeah, we did see the original product, which was, to be fair, pretty cool. The coin purse. It was cool. I, I don't. A part of me wonders if it was even cooler because of like the display that it was in. It was like. Encased in like glass, every on e- like a pot, like a velvet mountain. They spent know? a lot of money on Lexan boxes at this display. Everything was in a perfect yeah. Lexan box. Because think about you can't t- if you touch plastic, it gets dirty. 
Right. Like your fingerprints stick to it. You can't really clean it. <laughs> right. That's the thing about these Hello Kitty products is they're all so sh- such they're all shiny plastic, mm. and shiny plastic gets a kind of dirty that you can't do fucking anything about. Yeah, it gets yellow. Too yeah, when it's yellow. In the sun. Like the ones we saw, like the alarm clock that were yellowing. Those mm. are untouched. Yeah. So like, imagine what a kid used. They look like right. fucking gross garbage. That was one of my favorite parts of that. The whole thing was the vintage village. The area. old stuff is dope. It looked great. There was like even that fucking blow dryer. It was like simple. Yeah. And like kind of cool looking. I I mean it's like I don't think there was a cartoon. I mean there is a cartoon, but it doesn't seem like there was a cartoon or a comic strip or any kind of storyline to go along with Hello Kitty besides products for a while. That it's just products. Yeah. I mean, we didn't see any. There weren't like, there weren't like like screen showing animation or anything like that. It was just like stuff. It's just stuff to buy. Yeah, they went straight to like brand. Yeah, branding. I guess that's how it started. I mean, it just like I read that thing. They made sandals, and the company discovered when you put a cute something cute on the sandals, they sold better. Right. So they told they hey everybody draw a bunch of cute shit, and the lady came up with the cat. The Wikipedia page Crazy. hasn't uh, altered, hasn't updated itself to to sh- uh, show that Hello Kitty is apparently not a cat. It's a little girl dressed as a cat. Wait, really? Yeah, it says it says species kitten or cat. Yeah, that's what I that's what I read. Yeah. So it's not. I also didn't know this until I read. I was reading on it. Is that it's her name is Kitty White. Yeah. It's not Hello. I thought it was just like they just called it Hello yeah. Kitty. It's dude. It's she has a name. Yeah. Her name is Kitty White. She's a human. Oh, she also has a family: Mimi White, <laughs> Mimi White, George White, Mary White, and Anthony. No, Anthony and Margaret. I love how the names get so like generic and normal. Probably yeah. like, after they came to America, they like get more English sounding names. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. do they call those people over there? Yeah, uh, Anthony, Margaret, uh, Gertrude. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's no, but she's British. Did yeah, you that read was that another part? weird thing. She's British. It's the dude. It's the weirdest shit, dude. Japanese pop culture is crazy. It's very in weird. a very interesting way. It, but it's fucking insane. I was talking to a dude, and he travels a lot. Yeah. And he was basically saying, he goes, people are basically the same everywhere you go, not Japan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that with the exception. Not, not like, okay, they're worse or whatever. He's like, Japan is on its own shit. Their yeah. culture is is the most specific to themselves. Even though they're, they're, uh, they are obsessed with things from other places, <coughs> they reinterpret it and make it solely their own. Which yeah. is why I think or just it's... better. Better, yeah. They streamline yeah. it. They make it more efficient, which is why that shit a lot of times is so fascinating because it's so different from anything you see any other place. Right. I mean, I've never I've been to the most of the big things at the Geffen Contemporary. I've never seen crowded like that. That was unbelievable. Yeah, it was like uh, every day sold out. It was expensive. It was thirty bucks a ticket. Yeah. I mean. To walk around and buy things. <laughs> yeah, to either look at old things that you can't buy or buy it. Because they had like that, they had a section upstairs that was all, it was basically the gift shop, but it yeah. was all like limited edition available only at the convention products. Yeah. And that was the longest line. That We thought it was just a line inside the building. It stretched outside the building oh, into yeah. like a maze-like turnstile or, or velvet rope situation. 
that the it looked like people were in that line for probably an hour or two. That's what's kind of fascinating about this phenomenon to me is that like um, at a normal <coughs> convention or, or theme park or whatever it is, the lines are for exhibits and things yeah. like that. But here, the lines were to buy things. Yeah. Like normally, if think about anywhere you go that has a gift shop. You normally can walk right through the fucking thing. People yeah. are like the gift shops bunch of rip off fucking crap I don't need. Yeah. This had the longest gift shop line I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean that's to that seems to be the the practice of a Hello Kitty fan is buying the shit. It's just buying yeah. stuff. But I wonder if it's like are are is there are people reselling the hard to find shit on eBay or are these people just buying it and keeping it? I don't know. I mean, there's so much out there that you'd have to think like how much of it becomes collectible? That's the thing. Like how There's many packages of pens. Could you buy? There are like, ten thousand products. They said it. They said it grosses seven billion a year. Uh-huh. Limited edition, my ass. They're like limited edition for Hello Kitty must be ten thousand pieces. May, yeah, maybe. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, the weird. There were stacks of spam. Stacks, yeah. <laughs> stacks, and stacks of spam. It's, like it's it, crazy. I I just. It's only buy. I think the it's only just buying shit. See, they have a high end section. It says Sanrio and oh, various yeah. corporate partners have released Hello Kitty branded products. They make laptops, including the Hello Kitty Stratocaster electric guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and also uh, an Airbus A three hundred thirty two hundred commercial passenger jet airliner. Yeah, that's insane. Dubbed the Hello Kitty jet, two thousand five to two thousand nine. <laughs> It's insane. And they made a few more in 2011 and 12. Three more. Yeah. They're not kidding. They're not. You know what they're not doing? <laughs> Fucking around. That's what I kind of <laughs> thought it was going to be like cute. And I thought Dude. it. Here's what I thought it was going to be. Did you be. want some Hello Kitty wine, by the way? Because that's available. No, I'm good. Okay. I want. I wanted. I thought it was going to be kind of like kitschy. Like it's, it would be a bunch of artists mm-hmm. doing their take on Hello Kitty. Like. Let's come up with a subversive version of Hello Kitty because it's sort of so cute and simple, but we can make something cool out of it because it's so simple. That's not the case at all. What people go there to look at is the straightforward Sanrio-made Hello Kitty. Yeah. The end. Emblazoned on a wall. Yeah. The, the thing there that... Was no, about that picture, by the way, there was nothing special or unique about it. There was no like, oh, done by no. this graffiti artist. Nope. Or, it was just a Hello Kitty picture that yeah. was 20 feet tall, and there was a fucking seven-minute line. The, there was a mural done by two graffiti artists I'm aware of named Dabs and Mila. They're a, they're a married couple. They uh-huh. do graffiti together. They're rad. Yeah. I don't remember there being a Hello Kitty character in that mural. It was like a forest with other things. I bet you Sanrio was like, we, you can't make a Hello Kitty. We don't trust you. You know, like, like uh-huh. it, that shit has... It's so simplified... It right. has to be like done perfectly, but yeah, the people were the thing the the picture the mural you and I got a picture in front of was just a giant Sanrio logo. Yeah, it's just like a standard. Yeah. Fucking here's Hello Kitty just standing there. Yeah. It wasn't like there was nothing happening with it. I wonder. I wonder <coughs> if it's just. I wonder if people attach to the innocence of it. It's got to be nostalgia's got to be a big part of it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, 
because I'm nostalgic. Theater. I'm super into nostalgic shit. I'm nostalgic for like Disney stuff. Sure, yeah. But like those characters get into adventures and there's like stories. Hello Kitty. It's right. like according to this, it says there wasn't even a, an animated television series until '87. Yeah. Which I mean, maybe is not crazy far off from. Maybe because there's no story really. It's what makes it so easy for people to like because there's no like, well, I don't like that one thing where they went into the jungle and got into that fight. There's no, you can, and it's the why they is, said they, there's no mouth. Some people speculate it's because you can, you can, and when you look at Hello Kitty, you interpret it to, you identify with, it identifies with you. So whatever you're going through, yeah. because it shows no emotion. It just it's is. It's just cute. It's just cute. Yeah. Fuck. And the the animated series were the first one, 13 episodes. That's it. Yeah. The next one in 93, just 13 episodes. Another one in 99, 16. Like, it's not like <coughs> you grew up with a no. storyline. No. It's like, oh, yeah, the Hello Kitty series that was on for nine seasons that I watched every Saturday morning. No. It was just like, here's these cute characters on pens and notebooks. Well, it's, I mean, if you think about how everyone was in line... To get pictures taken, it's almost like Hello Kitty is an excuse for you to do something, for you to dress up the person, right. for you to get in a pose and take a picture, for you to look cute. It's more just like a means by which you ca- kind of have an excuse to do a thing, <coughs> right? As opposed to like I want to watch something else. It's like you get to be almost the character in a weird way. You get to dress up next to this thing and be like take a picture of me with this stuff but you wonder why this though why hello kitty there's so many other things i think because it's there's there there's almost like so devoid of actual facts so it's more of a template it's, it's for your for like your childhood escape as opposed to like mickey is this thing Minnie yeah. is this thing hello kitty's like it's kind of what you want it to be mickey loves loves Minnie. he's in a relationship he's got a dog yeah. he lives in a house he doesn't have time to hang out yeah hello to do. hello kitty <laughs> is just there so it becomes hello kitty becomes an accessory in your adventure yeah. your life it's just it's a part of what it, you can ma- almost personalize it more yeah because, dude, I don't know. I mean, we're speculating, but whatever it is, it's fucking working on a very specific group of people who there are way more of than I thought. In the late 90s, apparently, Mariah Carey started rocking it. Of course. And then it just went, Yeah. Popularity skyrocketed. Dude. It's crazy. It's like Betty Boop. You know, there's a, 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 like yeah. a type of girl that was really into Betty Boop. Yeah. And you were like, that's sort of a red flag. Kinda, yeah. But, More but as an adult. As an adult, yeah. Yeah, you're just I like, mean, a lot of this stuff as an adult, you're like, huh. Yeah, a lot of this, yeah. To be, being kind of into it is fine. Because there is nostalgia attached to it. And you're yeah. like, that's, you know, be nostalgic, I'm all for that. I go to Disneyland, I collect pins, I'm fucking, I'm, I do it, you know? Totally. And it's fun. But when, it's, when it becomes your identity, and this goes for anything, I think. If you're way too into like, you know... Depression era 1930s wear, or like Hello Kitty or Disneyland or kind of anything. If it becomes your identity after a certain age, you're just like, what's what's missing in the rest of your life? Yeah, to where this is replacing it. Yeah, like you you got to live in reality. You can't be Hello Kitty 24 hours a day. You can't be Disneyland 24 hours a day. I think I think it's a little bit of an admission that they don't like reality. Yeah, like people who are like gamers. Yeah, people who spend like. 
15 hours a day like, playing games. If you don't have a job you like, you don't have a life you're super fired up about, it's like that's when you, that's when you get to be yourself. Yeah. Or like feel uh, that's fun to you. That's what you get where you get what you like, you know. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe the rest of your life you feel a little marginalized. But it's like also, I mean, anything like that where you go to it and the people there, they're like amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way I get like that with when I'm around people that are into like old skateboard stuff or wristwatches right. where it's like, no, I can talk to you guys now. Yeah. I can say things I don't get to talk to other people about. And it's like it's like a relief and you feel comfortable and you yeah. and you feel like it's you're a not. Hobby. Yeah, you're not being judged yeah. for how much you like something. You know, they're like, yeah, me too. Like, yeah, fucking nerd out rad. And then you're like, dude, I got this one. You're like, oh, shit, I saw that online. You're like stoked. Yeah. Like, you know. I, I, yeah, I do that at like at bike shops. Yeah. I do that at record stores. I do that at like coffee shops even. I like I had a 20-minute conversation in D.C. at a coffee bar with a barista about the uh, geisha bean. Yeah. Which is like a really hard to find, highly prized, very expensive bean <laughs> that's grown in the mountains of Panama. It's very difficult to farm and get and you know, it's it's expensive and only available like, you know, at certain time of the year. And I just was like, oh, you know what? I can I can just talk to this dude yeah. about this. And he's fucking more excited about it than me. Yeah. And we can just do it without fear of judgment. And yeah. being like Dude, it's, it's like best. a relief. The, we were each recalled the first time we tried it, how we <laughs> felt. And then you know what I did? I went and got a book on it and read the whole thing. That's right. Remember, that. did you see Sideways? Oh, yeah. You remember, I always think about this part in the movie. It's so good. The movie's really good. It's great. One of my favorites. But when, um, what's his name? Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti mm-hmm. is hanging out with the girl at her place and she's showing him yeah. her wine. He does like a knowing laugh when he sees one of the bottles. He takes it, he's like, ah, like he's like, oh, you have, uh-huh. it's that laugh yeah. where it's like, I don't even, it's like, oh, what a surprise. And oh, I haven't thought about this it's in a while. Like and you've completed my sentence. Yeah. Kind of like, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Or you have something I have or whatever. <laughs> and I don't know whoever, what if the director told him to do that or whatever it's such a perfect mm-hmm. it's such a perfect like 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 exhibit of how people what people do in those situations yeah Whereas, his performance in that movie he's, it was it was like he actually did live that life he really that was that he, that performance is a real is a real it. benchmark man yeah i really like I've seen that movie probably like five or six times. And yeah. every time I'm like, it's just so sad and beautiful in so many ways. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. But it's that thing where someone, you know, like we, you and I were in the tattoo parlor and those girls had those vans that were cool. Looking. Oh, we got to back up real fast. Okay. Sorry. There was, I can't just say we were I know, in you the can't tattoo, just drop tattoo that. parlor. Right now people are like, Oh, did you guys leave and then go to a tattoo parlor in a different part of town? No, no we didn't do that because no. you guys, the Hello Kitty convention, KittyCon 2014, had a tattoo parlor in it. HK Inc., it was called. Yeah. yeah. And then when you walk in, there is uh, three framed pictures of Hello Kitty flash art. Yep. And guess what? You can get those tattoos. Bang. And guess how much they cost? Zero dollars. The only thing in Hello Kitty Con that was free. Yeah. You have to come in beginning of the day and sign up. Um, they were... They were completely booked up yep. that day and I think the day before. So you got to get there in the morning and sign up. 
But if you do, you can get you can pick any one of the flash tattoos. You can't change the way they are. Nope. But and they'll tattoo them on you for free. Yeah, I mean, once I found Crazy. that out, I was thinking about what I would get. Yeah. There was only that like little horse. <laughs> There's, There's a horse, a little thing of milk. Uh, the milk, yeah, I would have gotten the milk bottle too. Yeah. That milk bottle, I believe, is on the original coin purse. Oh, wow. What I read in the Wikipedia page is the, it, the original product is Hello Kitty sitting on the coin purse between a bottle of milk and something else. Yeah. But yeah, it. <clears throat> I mean... The hug life thing was pretty good. Yeah. It's garbage old English font, though. Yeah, that was my only problem with it. it just That looked like a bad Disneyland t-shirt attempt. Right, right. And that's just like one of those bad co-opting things where you're like, dude, you didn't even get it that close. I think they pro- it seemed like they didn't want to make it like full-on Old English because they want you to be able to read it. Yeah. But it's still, it didn't look great, but the idea of a hug life tattoo Good. is funny. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, so that was the thing. They but yeah, a- like, I, I mean, we saw, like, the, I, I imagine those girls, because those vans were cool. They were high top, mm-hmm. uh, old school vans, and they had like a Hello Kitty on them. Right. And I would think like, other people there probably had them and if they saw each other be like oh cool yeah it's just you know it's it's it sounds so dope you're like it's tribalism it is but it's like i don't know people it's it's like a byproduct of lonely i mean you and i like a few weeks ago you were talking about like this this thing you read or a thing you saw i think it was like the dystopian future society mm-hmm. it's like a book you read or something or i don't know a cartoon you saw or something i just oh um Oh, the circle, maybe, maybe, and yeah. it it just like, and I made the joke like you mean Japan right now, that oh, like yeah, yeah. it's that things in things get so we're and it's a byproduct of technology. We're getting so kind of separated, and th- you know genres are able like genres within a subgenre within a subgenre that yeah. people do. We're we're the thing is we're still we're communal beings. Humans thrive on being around other people. We like to say we're like, oh, fuck everybody. I like being alone. That's not the case. That's yeah, not- we like to. I mean, that's exactly why there's like such thing as city pride and state pride yeah. and national pride. That's why there's countries and yeah. cultures and, you know. So yeah. that basically what we, it's Hello Kitty Con was just like a, a group of people that want to connect with other people based on liking yeah. a really simple. That's one thing that like. Cute humanoid. That's one of the, it is the circle, by the way. What, okay. what, what you're trying to, yeah um, but that's one thing that like is good about uh, the internet and social media is that it brings those types of people together who yeah. think like is anyone else into this weird shit that I'm into yeah then you go online and you're like oh there's a whole community out there <laughs> yeah. and they're gonna have fucking kitty con yeah I'm definitely year. going next year oh yeah yeah I'd like to do that too. I'm gonna try to go the Thursday cause maybe that'll be the least although every day is gonna sell out clearly yeah yeah but fuck, this is what you guys scoffed at me when I was like, "No, we should get there like right when it opens." What time did it open? Ten. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I yeah, went, I, dude. I could, cause I when I went to go buy the tickets, I bought the tickets like three weeks ago, and Saturday and Sunday were already sold out. I was like, "Uh oh, wow. this is gonna be gnarly." And like we were driving around, we couldn't find a place to park for a while. <coughs> I know every lot was full. Yeah. I've never seen that. Like and it the wasn't streets that were, like just covered in people carrying Hello Kitty. Merch. It wasn't like that for like the first big weekend of art in the streets, or yeah. even the book fair. The the big huge uh, art book fair at, at Mocha is really popular because it's free. Oh wow! It's, When's that? It's coming up. 
It's like the best. Go to that. The art book fair is the fucking. I love that thing so much. I'd like to go. That's to that. my Hello Kitty con. Uh-huh. It's all just like art and zines and T-shirts and fucking Dude, stuff. We it's gotta the go raddest. to that. Do a fucking field trip episode on that. Totally, I'm down to go. It's yeah. four days. It's free. It's awesome. Done. Yeah, no, but it's but it's not. It wasn't nearly that crowded. Oh yeah, this was. I mean, this was crazy. I was impressed. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's, you know, if you go in there, which we did, with an open mind, not like, let's go judge a bunch of fucking nerds. I definitely know? didn't go in with that open of a mind. I went in with like a hat. I mean, I knew a I little mean, bit about it. Too. I wasn't like yeah. going specifically to shit on it, but I was like, this is going to be weird as fuck. Right. Like I said, I thought there was going to be a bunch of creepy white dudes trying to hit on Asian girls. Yeah, yeah. Of which there really wasn't. Yeah, the creep factor was not really there. That's why I think it won <sighs> me over. Is it wasn't like, it wasn't like an excuse. A lot of those things are like an excuse to be overly sexualized or whatever. This was just like, no, no, no. We sincerely love this fucking cat. Yeah, I don't. Excuse think me, person dressed as a cat. We love all the stuff that goes with are you it. Sure. Like the quote that I saw was that it was not a person. It was more of a like a couple months ago. Yeah. This came out that the Hello Kitty creator lady was like. Yeah. Oh, it's not a cat. Because she has a pet cat. And it was like, Hello Kitty is a girl. That's weird. Named Kitty White. <laughs> Where was the quote that I saw? So I guess that's just an outdated... So it goes, I, No one would mistake the Disney character for a human, but at the same time, he's not quite a mouse. Just like Hello Kitty isn't a human, she's not quite a cat either. Sanrio stated further, Hello Kitty was done in the motif of a cat... It's going too far to say that Hello Kitty is not a cat. See so what they're, they're doing? They're not telling us what the fuck it is. They're so smart in that you know what Hello Kitty Keep is? Guessing mother Hello fuckers. Kitty is like an and it it's basically an exercise in ambiguity. Yeah. Where it's like you're allowed they give the fan and the viewer way more leeway to determine what it is, which gives them which makes them almost more connected to it because it makes it more personalized. Yeah, they've person they've taken personalization so much that they're not even giving it a species. No, they're like, hey man, you figure it out. Yeah, whatever you, you want. want. To be a cat? No sex, nothing. Yeah, Do you maybe want- it's a fucking tiger? It yeah, <laughs> it's a transgendered b- carbon-based plastic being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. It's a living, breathing entity. Take it from there. Yeah, Owner. exactly. <laughs> I'm. A, I mean, it really. I will go to it. As as long as I can get like tickets, or if it becomes, if it becomes like Comic Con to where it's like too hard and it sucks, I'll yeah. stop going. But I could see it going like if it's gonna sell out every day like this, they may fuck around and make it like a whole week. Oh, here you go. After Sanria said in August, "Hello Kitty is not a cat. She's a cartoon character. She's a little girl. She's yeah. a friend, but she is not a cat. She's never depicted on all fours." She walks and sits like a two-legged creature. All right. Whatever you guys know. She's a bipedal species. She's not a quadruped. She's a, yeah. But as Japan Times notes today, <laughs> this is so funny that this is a controversial thing. That's go- Dude. The Japan Times is like, we'd like to weigh in on well, this. Well, imagine place. if tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's like the New York Times going like, hold on one second. All right. Yeah. We got some thoughts on the Power Rangers here. For right, real. Look, you know. So Japan Times notes today, Hello Kitty started out life known as the white kitten with no name. And the company has modulated its tone, telling the website, Hello Kitty is, the, is a personification of a cat. 
Personification. It is Fuck. the person version of a cat. That is so complicated for that whatever whatever it is, a girl <laughs> cat thing. <laughs> but here's the thing. Hello Kitty's winning and we are losing. Oh yeah. We you we can pretend all we want that we're like, what is this? But you, me, and Dean Del Rey went over to that Hello Kitty con like yeah. dicks and, and and lost. We took part in a cutebration. <laughs> <laughs> According to this NPR article. NPR used these words, by the way. I feel like there's a bit. You could adorabration? Well, no, because cute is where that, oh, yeah. that, that term kawaii or whatever. Yeah. Kawaii is crazy. Dude, is there other things that are kawaii, or is it only affiliated with anything Hello Kitty? That, um, from what I've read, anything that like represents that you know cute movement. Yeah. So like Pokemon with their big eyes, right. and Like the Lolita trend, and like, and all that kind of stuff. Where is the? Well, that and uh, when I was reading, it said uh, I don't think Hello Kitty's Japan's most popular character currently. Pokemon beats it. <coughs> yeah, I mean it's newer and there's more. But is Pokemon still being made, like, currently? Dude, I have no idea. I mean, all I'm saying is Hello Kitty was dropping some serious bombs on Los Angeles yesterday, and still is. I mean, that's the thing. We're recording this right now. It's going on right now still. Yeah. We couldn't We couldn't get in today if we fucking wanted to. I know. And I'm on TV, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that Yeah, it doesn't mean it. It doesn't really have anything to do with anything. Um... So Kawaii syndrome claims cute and neat syndrome, yeah, have taken precedence over the former Japanese aesthetics of beautiful and refined. Yeah, as a cultural phenomenon, cuteness is increasingly accepted in Japan as part of Japanese culture and national identity. Fucking crazy. Well, that Hello Kitty is the imba- foreign ambassador now. It's or tourism. They use it as like the uh, tourism right. ambassador. It's on the planes. They have he- fucking Pokemon on their planes. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. This author of a book called Cool Japan believes that cuteness is rooted in Japan, Japan's harmony-loving culture. I, I mean, okay. Cute is a magic term that encompasses everything that is acceptable and desirable in Japan. Okay. I mean, let's... Okay, this is going to get a little weird, what I'm going to say here. Dude, but le- It can't get weirder. Let's consider the- a country, Japan, Yeah. that is, one, is the only country to be atomic bombed. Yeah, I thought of that, too, where it's like, you know what would help get our minds off of the fact that our ancestors' shadows are on a fucking wall? For real. Because of the, you know, let's make everything cute now. You're talking about a country that endured a, a level of war catastrophe that no other country has. Yeah. So you kind of get why they're like, hey, let's forget about all that shit. You have no other direction to go besides this one. Let's stay away from war or violence or, you know, any kind of... Although there is, like, you know, Japanese anime and stuff like that is hyper-violent. Right, yeah. yeah. But the fact that it's like, no, let the national identity... The the fact they're willing to put it on planes and make it, like, the tourism thing is just, like, they come... there's There's a level of catastrophe in their history... Right. ...that is so intense... That it, 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 to a certain degree, you could maybe speculate that it feel it's like an answer to that a little bit. I think Mickey Mouse is similar. I mean, the way people attach to things like that is it's an escape. It's a mental well, that's escapism. What, like, any culture does that in whatever. Like if you're if you're in um, a period of war time or yeah. whatever, all of a sudden people want more escapism. So like comedies are more popular and like thing, you know, fantasy, sci-fi, things like that. Yeah. But when it's peacetime, you start, you know, then there's like war movies and things, you know, you start like, yeah, 
going back in history, like remember World War II, remember this one, remember that war, but no one wants to, you know, be dealing with that shit during wartime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, having something like that happen. Dude, I mean, atomic bomb twice. Yeah. Twice. I mean, having, yeah, two major cities flattened. Flattened. I mean, that's, un- that's craziness. Yeah, totally. And there's no one else on the planet who they who are like, well, they did it too. It's like, no, 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 us. We were the ones. Just them. It's weird that America and Japan have a good relationship, even though it was a really long, a fairly long time ago. It's like, no, we fucking destroyed the, you know. Yeah, I mean, insanity. it only took them ten years before they were like allies again, mm-hmm. which is fucking crazy. After yeah. you know, but then you know, it's wartime, and they were. But it's it's a strange national identity. It's to have both those things. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, it was weird as shit, man. <laughs> There's kawaii men. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. To, if, if it's as big as it is, I'm curi- I was curious because it seems very female. Or most of, what we saw, most of the people there we saw were female. Yeah. So what is it about? What are the dudes? Is it, is it like a way for dudes to... The dudes that are into it, what's that about? It says it's typically a female-dominated fashion. There are men who decide to partake in this trend. Some men transform themselves into women, more specifically kawaii women. Okay. I'm even saying that right. If there's anyone that yeah. speaks Japanese or whatever, I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. They're able to transform themselves by wearing wigs, blah, 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 all the stuff that you'd assume. They're seen predominantly in male entertainers. Oh, there's like actual... There's a DJ who does it when uh-huh. he's working nightclubs. Japanese pop stars and actors have longer hair, such as Takuya Kimura of SMAP. Probably some huge pop act in Japan. So, yeah, I mean, people that are kind of known do it to varying degrees. I mean, I, I, do you think if you want to be a dude who's into it, you just pick a different character, one of her friends? Because you got Kuropi, the turtle, Bats Maru. Which is, I think, the bat. What, okay. The these are her. Kind of cool. These are some of the other same. I know this from, like I told you, when I used to teach art lessons, a lot of the kids came in and wanted to draw Hello Kitty characters. Yeah. So you and to be fair, Hello Kitty is actually the most boring one to draw. That the kids we would have do Hello Kitty were like four, but right. then eventually the other characters were kind of more complex, like the turtle and the. Uh, I think yeah, there's the bats Maru. I think there's a penguin. I don't remember. Let's well, let me look it up. Just look up Sanrio characters. But I don't actually know if they're her friends or they're just Sanrio. Yeah, I don't I wonder know. is there a distinction between just being into Hello Kitty and just being or and being into all Sanrio stuff? Because yeah, is it like is it all part of the same world, the Hello Kitty world? Or yeah, does San cuz they have Sanrio stores. And it's all that's where you go to get Hello Kitty stuff. Yeah, there's there's actually one in Little Tokyo. Right, there's I mean, one in the like, Glendale Galleria, homie. Right down the street from I've the bought pens. I'm not even gonna pretend I haven't bought pens. That's funny. The pens are cool. They're like kinda wacky, you know, whatever. That's the thing. The stuff is well designed. And if you're looking for cheap, like brightly colored plastic accessories, <laughs> right. Hello Kitty's got it dialed. Karopi is the turtle. Frog, with his frog. brother, sister, and parents in a big house on the edge of Donut Pond. Ooh, Ooh like Donut Pond. I'm Let's in. Like it. Um, how late are they open? <laughs> the largest and bluest pond around. Oh, cool. Karopi's friends share his love of playing games, especially baseball. So, like, they have stories, it seems. Yeah. Because you go to... This is Sanrio.com forward slash characters. Hello, Hello Kitty. Ki- oh, okay. Yeah, forward slash characters dash Hello Kitty. 
Hello Kitty lives in the suburbs of London with her parents and twin sisters. Like, who would think she's living in London? Apparently, I saw Hello Kitty in London. Soho imports the other day. were huge when they when the lady designed this. Um, and she also lives with her sister, twin sister Mimi, who's her best friend. Uh, they look, yeah, very much alike. Uh, <laughs> her hobbies include baking cookies and making new friends. She always says. By the way, when I read that, friends. her hobbies include making new friends. Yeah, that's kind of all it is. Once you hear that, you're like, uh huh, so brilliant. Oh yeah, because every kid's like, I want to be your friend. How do I be your friend? You're like, I'm into Hello Kitty. Want to make new friends? And that's all you need to know. And you know that's why you did it. And it's like easy. Yeah. And then some kid's like, well, how do I be your friend? Well, just tell all your parents to buy all my products. Yeah. Okay. It's It's like being wearing Hello Kitty stuff and being into Hello Kitty is a way to signify other people that you are open to new friendships. And I'm a nice person. Right. There's a character named My Melody. Okay. Born in the forest of Maryland. Not Maryland, the state. M-A-R-I-L-A-N-D. Her favorite hobby, again, baking cookies with her mom. <laughs> and yeah, her no favorite cookies. food is almond pound cake. That is weirdly specific. Sounds good. It does sound good. She enjoys eating cake with her best friend, a mouse named Flat. So there's like seven, eight, ten. Is there a character named Bats Maru or am I, or am I wrong? Yeah, there is. B-A-D-T-Z hyphen M-A-R-U. Okay. That is there is, a penguin? Is one mischievous little penguin lives yeah. with his mother and pinball playing father in George George Gorgeous Town. George Yeah, gorgeous. <laughs> it's weird. It's like one word. Bats Maru attracts a lot of attention as he walks past his pet alligator, Pochi. Bats Maru uh, dreams Pochi. of greatness when he grows up, but for now he rolls his eyes at humorous life in Gorgeous Town. He rolls his eyes at humorous life in Gorgeous Town. This guy he's like the He the sounds like sheep. my kind of dude. He's, He's the, the Fonz. He's the Fonz. <laughs> yeah. There's a character named fucking Cinnamon Roll. <laughs> Wait, what? What? What is is Cinnamon Roll a Cinnamon Roll? Is Cafe Cinnamon Roll's official mascot? Oh, it's like a place. Oh. It's a person, I think. Okay. Whatever it is. Karomi. Whoa. What, what does Cinnamon Roll look like? Karomi's a tomboy who loves making mischief, but behind her tough appearance, she's actually very girly. She enjoys writing in her diary and reading romance novels. This is like. What is Cinnamon Roll look like, please? Cinnamon roll looks like, I don't know, because the picture's of like five different things. Oh. I'm trying to figure out which. This is like a long-eared brown cat. I have Okay. No I'm trying to figure out which character should be my shit. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we've got to pick a character. So far, I like Purin? Bats Maru. What about this one? This is right up your alley. Purin, or per, P-U-R-I-N, uh, Boy Golden Retriever. Okay. Unmistakable in his trademark brown beret. Has a laid-back demeanor. Loves the phrase, let's go out. That's not up your alley. <laughs> he loves milk, anything soft, and his mom is cream caramel pudding. <laughs> he has a talent for napping. Boom. Bang. And doing purine aerobics, and whatever that means, and can make friends with anyone. His dream is to get even bigger. Unfortunately, purine aerobics is when a Japanese businessman takes a dump on a glass table and you lay underneath masturbating. Yeah. I mean... Tuxedo Sam. Whoa. A penguin. Oh, blue look. penguin. Okay, I like that. But the first penguin's cooler. But Tuxedo Sam, I like a blue penguin, though, just visually. He boasts a collection of 365 bow ties. <laughs> oh, he also speaks penguinese. I know how to do in English. I can draw a Hello Kitty bow tie with my left hand and my eyes closed. I had to do it so many fucking times. That's that bow, I, dude, I can draw Hello Kitty so quick. Yeah. I've drawn Hello Kitty so many times. You can't even really get her wrong. That's the brilliance. 
Once you get the head, the, the shape of the head right, yeah. you're done. Right. You can put the eyes all kinds of wrong places. It still looks like Hello Kitty. Whoa, this is the craziest, weirdest character of all. Karimi. K-I-R-I-M-I. Okay. A star in the sliced food world. Whoa. Hello, I'm Karimi-chan, your faithful mealtime partner. It's a fucking piece of sushi. Dude, that was the fucking spam. It's not even... Su- Dude, remember the giant display that was a giant spam on rice? Yeah. Oh, I have found my character. I guess we do have characters like that in America. Like, bur- there's burgers that are like... The Hamburglar. Yeah, yeah. But it's so... But you went from just like, all right, bunch of animals, cool, penguins, oh. cats, dogs, and then like... Oh, also, this piece of sushi. Yeah. Is a thing. I'm into it, man. They have a pen. Oh, dude. I know they got a pen. They have a pen <laughs> and a memo pad. Oh, That's the thing. Every When I think Hello Kitty products, I think a pen and a small pad in a red plastic vinyl thing. And I just and remember... A note, yeah, a notebook. In art school, there were tons of girls that like... The, you know, they had normal sketchbooks and stuff, but then all their like writing down pads for the homework assignments were Hello Kitty shit. Yeah. It's in because it's not like it's more expensive, so it's like I might as well get this other cute thing. If you're gonna buy something that's a dollar, I might as well get the cute one. It's fucking insane, dude. Bravo. Hello Kitty 32 inch giant plush in red houndstooth like clothing. Right. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean. Hello Kitty backpack, fifty bucks, not unreasonable. <laughs> we but got a pretty sweet bag. Yeah, the bags they gave us to like put our it shit was in. a like, vi- heavy vinyl or is that vinyl or is that polyester? Maybe vinyl. I, I think know. it's vinyl. It's like it was like the kind of you know a plasticky vinyl bag that doubled as a backpack and a snap on top. It was like the best reusable shopping bag you could buy for the supermarket, but like bigger and you, and it had straps. They put straps on so you could put it on your back. Yeah, it became like pretty much a backpack. Yeah, I gave it away because I realized I was never going to use Did it. Did you really? Yeah, but it's dope. And it was free. It is cool. Yeah. Coffee mugs, 20 bucks. A watch for 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of it's a little... Because especially if you're thinking you're getting this for a kid, like a $30 watch. Or See, a, the thing is, are you getting it for a kid? <laughs> I mean, in some cases, yeah. Because you got to think everyone gets into this when they're kids. I wonder. So it's like parents are like... You got to think everyone we saw it yesterday um, that were in their like... We did see some little kids leaving... When we were walking in. So, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. They so, get yeah. into it when they're little, little kids. And everyone we saw there, it's like they were, they grew up in the 90s. Yeah. And they were like, you know, yeah. writing their homework with Hello Kitty pens. And but I never, saw, I never saw anyone, it, it, I never saw anyone with it when I was a kid. So, it, must not, it just wasn't big here yet. I wonder when it got, first got big in America. Well, it says it, it skyrocketed in prominence when Mariah Carey started rocking it in the late 90s. Okay. So, like, but I remember in the mid-90s, also, I mean, growing up out here, there were a lot of, like, like Asian kids. Yeah, we grew up around a lot of Asian kids. Yeah. So, so maybe always, we just saw it more. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, I remember it being around. I was always just like, ugh. Yeah, Hello fucking, Kitty. Yeah. I'm like, that sucks because it's not, like, all black. and like. <laughs> That's why know. I like Bats Maru. Right. Sort of, yeah. he's sort of goth. <laughs> the renegade character. Yeah, he likes mischief and rolls his eyes. Yeah, maybe like Hello Kitty introduced like a, um, like a leather jacket wearing like 
guy she's attracted to that's like, whatever, I'll call you when I feel like it. It's the only character that has genitals. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, maybe I'd I'd be into that. I'm into it. (laughs) I'm not into it like they're into it. But I, like, respect it now. Like, you know, that's the thing. I respect it now. (laughs) Yeah, it's a fucking, like, empire. I mean, I went there and I was like, all right, guys, I see what you're doing. I like how you're... That's the thing. I saw what they were doing. And I liked how they were doing it. They were doing it respectfully, organized, yeah, quietly. The Japanese way, man. They were having fun. They were enjoying their day with each other. Right. It wasn't gross. It wasn't dirty. It was just like, hey, we love this fucking thing. We're, it's the same. I mean, I've never been to any of the Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. But like in Disneyland, what I, I listened to a guy nerd out real hard with an employee about like a limited edition whatever. Right. And I was like, this is adorable. And harmless in every way. This guy just buys these limited edition sculptures. And the guy standing there talking about him is super fired up about him too. And so they're nerding out really hard right now. And I was like, this is great. You know what I just realized? Where Disney has been inspired by probably Hello Kitty and that Japanese cute trend. Yeah. Is when they started releasing those vinyl toys. The vinyl toy thing is, I I really think, is 100% from Hello Kitty. That's yeah, Japanese. I mean, cu- that toy, artist, toy that toy artist, toys. cause all that vinyl toi thing. Because they're all like li- they look like little kid versions. Yeah, they're big round eyes and they're super cute. And it's all about the the manufacturing of them is perfected. Everything's yeah, yeah, yeah. smooth, perfect vinyl, like streamlined. It yeah. was you know smooth toys were like a new thing. Right, our toys weren't like that. And so that that's the Hello Kitty thing. It was it's different. And it you all like toys and more like something you just put on a mantle. Yeah. Like. And now I mean, look at the new that new Pixar movie, Hero Six or whatever. Uh-huh. That dude looks like it. That looks like a Japanese animation character. Yeah. He's got a big round face, just two eyes by itself. Like it's ultra simplified. Right. And you look. I mean, I saw the poster. I was like, well, that's going to be wildly successful. Right. Yeah. First of all, it's Pixar. They haven't. They literally have never failed. <clears throat> but also, you're like, no, it's perfect. Everyone will just be like, that's my dude. There is, I mean, there is a theory within animation and art. The simpler you make something, the more people identify with it. Right. It's just because it doesn't have... That's why circles work so well. Mickey Mouse is based on, is all circles. Yeah. It's because the more specific something is, the more you alienate people who don't feel they're like that or look like that or have those traits. Yeah. So the least, the, the like, less traits something has, you're like, oh, I don't like that. Right. I'm like that. I'm like that. You just look at it and identify with yeah. it because there's nothing there. That's why people love the happy face because right. it's just a yellow circle with a face. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's a like, that's... color that reminds you of the sun. Yeah, you're, you're like, like yeah, that's what I positive. look like when I smile. It's like, no, but you, everyone has a smile. Yeah. And In everyone, the simplest way, it reminds you of happiness. Yeah. Yeah. doesn't need all this other shit. It's just like, it's round, yellow like the sun, and it's got like the simplest version of someone like expressing joy. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's it's a real testament to the fact that people just want to be happy. That's right. what that's what I felt like there. It was like that this particular subgenre of collectorship is people admitting like, "Man, I just want to be happy. Yeah. I want cute shit. I want to live by a perfect green tree. Yeah. I want to have a best You know friend. what I'd love to go to? A fucking Mario Brothers convention. You think that's even a thing? Dude, I bet was- you there's Nintendo conventions. Yeah, that'd be cool. Why aren't there? With the, the the Mario Brothers cartoon didn't really stick. 
I don't think so. And the movie also was really bad. Like they did yeah. a live action movie. Yeah, like no, Bob I Hoskins remember. as Mario and whoever was Luigi. Yeah. I was just like, yikes, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be cool, man. Mario, the Super Mario Brothers thing was like, that was my childhood, dude. Yeah. That was it. I but, still keep wanting to get an extra man tattoo. Oh, yeah. Like the green mushroom, just somewhere randomly. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I always like the. I saw. I've seen people with the a tattoo of just like the bricks with the little question mark box. Yeah, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, I get you. Yeah, I feel you. I just. Or yeah, maybe like the bricks, and then like you know, once you hit the, uh, the the question mark, the extra man will come out. Yeah, the flower thing too that yeah, gives yeah, yeah. you fireballs. Yeah, maybe that. I'll tell you the one thing about Hello Kitty I hate. What? The music. I've never heard it. Okay, remember that kind of techno-y? It's like the softest core techno you've ever heard. <laughs> right. It's like the kind of... I can't... I don't even know how to... It's like the music you hear when you're in Little Tokyo. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's like electronic e music that's just like soft. I don't even know. It's like when you go so into... So it's a, like... Uh, it's... So you know how... It's the basically the Muzak version of Electronica. Yeah. So like elevator music. But and for And it's just like... I, I could do an impression of it, but it would sound racist. Right. Because yeah, yeah. the singing, you know, I hate the music. <laughs> and like the, it, I will say the constant uh, peace sign photo pose is, gets a little much. Right. Everyone does the exact same pose. That's it's, part of the cute movement, though. Yeah. But I, at the same like, time, you know, you're talking about a people. Smile. Yeah. You're talking about a people who were bombed. So the peace sign is like, please, like, hey, we yeah, are yeah. like enough. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't mind the piece. The music, though. The music totally sucks. Yeah, the music is without stuff is always kind of <laughs> weird. Well, yeah, you can't have, like... What was that thing that band, Red Band, was talking about? It's a Japanese band where the, the girls, they're like these teenage uh, girls, but they're metal. Oh, I can't remember their name now. But they were playing at the Fonda a few months ago. It's like speed metal, but they just... The, the way they sing is super cute. Right. And they dress like schoolgirls or whatever. It's insane. It, but I remember he played a video once, and I saw it, and it was pretty good because it was so catchy it's like if you just took a japanese pop song but then just had speed metal behind it you're yeah. like oh this will work very well right but yeah i wish there was that but then i, I mean i guess i admire i admire that there is no edge yeah. to hello kitty there's no edge at all they're not even like it's not ironic even mickey mouse in the way they do some of the disney products now when you go to disneyland yeah. when they try to make them like cool for real which they fail at miserably. Right. It's so generic that it's specific. Mm-hmm. It's like so not about anything really, I guess. Yeah. Maybe it is more now. I don't know. But like, I mean, I, yeah. Like it's you, almost like we don't need to change. <laughs> we don't need, they don't change with the times, really. It's yeah. just like, no, we're about cookies, <laughs> making new friends. And that's all we... E- new friends. That's the, that's the trick. Yeah. We're about making new friends. You can never stop. You can always make new friends. You <laughs> never know. have to stop. Whereas, like the thing, the thing they do with Disney. Sometimes you go and there's like a graffiti style T-shirt. You're like, no, right? Leave it alone. Like I hate that at Disneyland you can't buy just the normal Mickey shirt that isn't the one that just has the original Mickey stance. Right. You can't really buy, or I haven't found it. This the normal sweatshirt with that on it alone now it has to be weathered it's pre-weathered they don't oh, just yeah. sell like the base level one that hasn't been worn in for you 
it's I don't like that it's like it's it's almost like pre nostalgia. Like they don't I wish there was just the standard issue gray crew neck sweater yeah. with the Mickey on it and it's just been printed fresh and the graphic is new and shiny. Right. And you get one every year with the year on it. You know, like like yeah. like a new Dodgers hat or something. But Disney does a thing where it's like pre beat up. It looks degenerated. Yeah, because like, no, that's man, leave like it alone. The, the trend or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's the trend. Whereas fucking Hello Kitty, no trend. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, there's some like it looked like there was some plush dolls and whatever that like where it was Hello Kitty. It was Kitty wearing trendy looking clothing. I guess. Oh, there that, was that like the houndstooth dress. Okay. That kind of shit. So I think that they probably put her in different clothes and stuff depending on what's cool. Maybe it's like Barbie. The yeah. Outfit. The only thing that changes is the outfits. Right. Weird. She doesn't age, apparently. Yeah, she'll never. Fuck. I mean, when you're sort of human and sort of cat and <laughs> whatever you are, the personification of a cat. Dude. Yeah. That's another genius thing. I was like, don't, you're, she doesn't age. Nothing happens. She doesn't age. It's like The Simpsons. Because those kids will grow out of it, but then there'll be new kids. She doesn't age like The Simpsons, and we saw that Simpsons Hello Kitty thing. That Simpsons Hello Kitty thing was awesome. That was super cool. That I was like, if there's a shirt somewhere of that, I'm getting it. Yeah, I may get a multi-day pass next time. Oh, they have that option? I think. Yeah, I mean, because I would actually like to wait in that gift shop line just to see what the fuck everyone was waiting for. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I don't know. But, I mean, I think the most fascinating part was, like, because normally when you go to any kind of convention, it's something you're into. Yeah. So you're like, well, if you're into motorcycles, I'm going to this motorcycle event. Vintage wear, I'm going to Inspiration. If you're a tattoo artist, tattoo, you're going to the fucking Long Beach Tattoo Expo, whatever the hell. We went to something where we're like, we don't know a lot about this. Right. It kind of weirds us out, <laughs> but we're curious. So let's go experience something new and like try and understand a subculture that is for real. It's, yeah. This isn't a joke. It's not something that's going away. It's been around for fucking decades. Yeah. And that was the most fascinating part where it's like, let me like kind of like rest my judgment. Don't be defensive. Just walk around and kind of like try and put yourself in, you know, those furry cat slippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were doing so well there. Yeah. I, but uh, now, I've, next time, I mean, next year, if they have it again, which they clearly, I think oh, if they, they don't, will. they didn't. I want to get there the first day and go to the limited edition area and see what they're talking Fuck about. Fuck yeah. What's up over there? Dude, next year, they're going to have to find a bigger venue. Because yeah, people are going to go, oh, I can't wait for next year. Yeah, why wouldn't you just do... Now knowing what you're dealing with, you could go yeah. full LA Convention Center. Oh, they're going to go fucking 2015 KittyCon Staples Center. Dude, St- Staples Center's <laughs> not big enough. Yeah, the LA Convention Center would be insane. That's too big. Or at least part of it they could. Is it too big, dude? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> maybe not i don't know man they that was bigger murals that was so full they can just fill the space um i don't know but it was cool we should find something else like that another weirdo convention i mean there's the disney one mike black knows about it yeah but maybe. there's other like weird subcultures out there that have these conventions and people. I want to like, go to a Renaissance fair. I've never been. Me too. Been. I've never been to one either. We missed it. It was like a few months ago. I know. Every year I miss it. I mean, I want to just go for the cleavage. Yeah, likewise. To be fair. Yeah. To be honest. Renaissance BBWs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm all about it. Ren BBWs. 
Ren Dubs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this. Some of you were already like tweeting and Instagramming. I can't fucking wait. It was cool. Yeah, it man. was cool. It was definitely cool. We learned some stuff. We saw some cool, weird, interesting shit, and we're already ready to go next year. It's not you even. You won over me yet. over, Hello Kitty. Yeah. You did it. Hug Life Tattoo, it's coming. I'm definitely not buying that much shit, but next time I'm at the Glendale Gallery and I pass the San Rio store, I'm definitely walking in. Oh, yeah, me too. I'll probably just buy stickers or something. Yeah. I remember the stickers are cool. I'll get a Hello Kitty sticker and put that shit all over my computer. I don't give a fuck. Dude, you don't care. <laughs> You're so Bats Maru right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, we hope you liked it. Let us know what you think. We'll see you next time.